0: Giggles Live Radio Network.
1: to port and stuff on the giggles live radio network all right coming to you live from the beautiful town of port Wainimi, port and stuff back on the air what's going on with me as always uh, i'm big tom mcclain by the way with me as always steven gama how are you doing sir i'm pretty happy
2: to be sitting in the park yeah, to do our no. podcast. It's uh, it's great.
1: It's our second park of the day. We watched uh, yep. watched my baby girl record two tackles in the official bowl game
2: out there in Santa Paula, right, Tommy? Yeah, where's yeah. Tommy at? Tommy's in
0: right here.
1: Yeah, Tommy stayed home and saved his energy for this moment right here, right now. <laughs> yeah, we're. Uh, we're picking up kind of where we left off. Where are we going today? Yes, sir. We're picking up where we left off. Well, as you know, we're in the what what most people view as the holiday season. We're just getting into December, um, but as we know, there was something that happened in early December back in 1942 that was uh, changed changed the world. Uh, changed the world forever, and um, December seventh, so, Pearl Harbor. That's right, December seventh, which is my half birthday. Believe it or not, but <laughs> <laughs> not that that is not that that's relevant in any way for this conversation. <laughs> but um, you know, we lost a lot of American soldiers that day, a lot of American uh, military servicemen and and women, and um, and it's uh, we we found it important because we always try to cover at least one ship. Um, we thought that the USS Arizona was one that we definitely should, and it's something that we all kind of have a little bit of a connection to.
2: Yeah, we do. Um, my great uncle Arthur J. Madrid was in the engine room, and uh, he perished on that day, December seventh, nineteen forty-one or two. Yeah, is, was, maybe it was maybe was forty-one. forty-one. Yeah, yeah great. Forty-one. And I understand that uh, Tommy now has uh, done some research, and we're going to talk a little bit about the mighty USS Arizona.
0: Yep, I remember the CB Museum. Um, didn't we see a piece of the USS Arizona over there, Dad?
1: Yeah, that's right. The CB Museum has a pretty good sized chunk over there of the USS Arizona, it's kind of cool, super cool. And
2: um, I um, I went to Cal Lutheran and we went to Japan to do what's called interim, and we did some studies with the uh, Japanese uh, students and families, and I Went to Hiroshima with uh, Toshiyuki Nagahigashi, and uh, then Toshiyuki came with me, and we later on we met up at Pearl Harbor. Oh yeah. So we we visited both the extremes of the uh, Japanese American War, and um, it was really touching. Like Hiroshima was really crazy, but um, the USS Arizona was really humbling, and and. You know, there's such great stuff going on there right now. For example, there's very few surviving shipmates from the USS Arizona. When they pass away, they take their ashes, and a, a navy diver delivers
1: their ashes down with my uncle, my great uncle. Yeah, yeah. So the crew can all be back together again. Yeah, it's such a special thing. And um, that when I, you know, I was stationed at Hickam, which is connected right. to, to uh, Pearl Harbor. And so I visited the Arizona a couple times as a serviceman. I think I've talked to you before that, maybe yeah. even on on the podcast. But how impactful that was because uh, the way I remember it, it listed their names, yep. and their squadrons, basically mm-hmm. what jobs they did. And as somebody who was a young adult that was in the 15th maintenance squadron. I can see people from the maintenance squadron that passed away and I could see people from you know the, the medical squadron and I had friends from the medical squadron. I had friends that were part of the you know civil engineering and whatever else the, the processing and all that kind of stuff and I would just I just saw it all and I was like, this is all the people around. Like, it's just like an entire community that just got completely shocked like that and, I, and the impact was just kind of unbelievable. Yeah, and um, one of the neat things, and I worked on
2: Hickam as well. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, I worked for a company called Geronimo Service Company, and I was in, doing a risk management program wow. right out of college. And um, what and our office was on the flight lane right there at Hickam. Uh-huh. And uh, it's kind of crazy that the buildings, they, they left the shrapnel scars on all the buildings. And so when you drive around Hickam, you, see, you, you can still see the evidence today of... of uh,
1: Pearl Harbor, December 7th. Yeah. The hangar that I worked in, I told Tommy about that. They had, I saw those bullet holes every single morning walking in They're They're all over. I mean, they're all over. They're riddled with bullets. All, a lot of those buildings, the, um, the headquarters, the, um, you know, all pretty much all every building there that's been there for the whole time. And
2: then, you know, it's so profoundly like, I guess it's good that Japan and the United States are such allies now. Yeah. And, um, you know having been to hiroshima and then pearl harbor with my japanese friend and just feeling all the emotions and it's hollow ground and and then when i was in japan the the service base the united states has several bases over there right that's another interesting thing you know so the the united states um, didn't conquer japan they partnered with them yeah and and truly truly partner way you know what I mean Like since that time and it's really interesting
1: yeah um, I think I've told you that my last official duty I can't remember exactly what it was commemorating but it had something to do with the Pearl Harbor thing I, they should really look into it but it was a um, it was a march and it was kind of like a unity with Japan and the United States Bob Hope was there president clinton at the time was there nice. uh, his wife hillary was with him and it was like a big really big, big deal. deal pat morita pat morita was the grand marshal of the parade well, <laughs> he's well. a big deal in hawaii but yeah it's um it's a crazy a crazy day that just completely just changed the world and so much has happened since then and i think um i think you're right that 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 allied Allying up with the, the Japan has worked out for the better, for sure.
2: Yeah, everything about the day and the end. Was, that was the beginning. And then, of course, Hiroshima and Nakagashi. Yeah. Nak, what was it? Nakagashi? Yeah, I think so. Was the end. And, yeah. You know, two atomic bombs and a big surprise attack. But what about our USS Arizona? What's, what's special about
0: that ship? Um, I'm pretty sure that was a flagship, wasn't it? Uh, I know it was like a very high ranked ship. Yeah. It was a yeah. I think it was built. I think it was there for World War Two. I mean one.
1: Oh yeah, so it'd the, really? yeah, been around for World War One. Yeah, so.
0: one.
2: How old was it at the time when it went down, do you know?
0: Oh uh, I'm I'm not sure, although I'm pretty sure it was I sure it was at least four, 30, 40 years old. Wow. Yeah.
1: It went down pretty quickly too, right? Wasn't it? Um, yeah. Like it, it, had the big fire, and it was a that was a pretty pretty gnarly one.
2: So what our family has always been told is that the first bomb went down the smokestack, and that so I had my, heard something about. So that. my uncle being in the engine room, oh. you know, lights out, like, and that's why the ship went down very quickly because it blew it blew the bottom the out. bottom out. Uh and just kind of sank straight down. It didn't lisk over because when you go there and you look down, you could see the outline of the ship. You could see.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's kind of crazy, and it's yeah. still bubbling, too, yeah. after the all these oil years. Oil
2: is still coming out, yeah. They yeah. call it the, uh, what do they say? They say the the oil that bubbles up is the the tears of the fallen. Oh, yeah. Something like that.
1: Yeah. Man, there was a there was quite a few um, ships that that we lost that day too, but that was the one that it's there that has the. Um, you've got to go to the memorial if you haven't yeah. been there. You've got to visit it. Yeah, it's
2: really cool. Super cool.
0: Yeah, I've seen. Um, I looked on Google Earth and saw it. It's crazy. You can actually see the shadow of the wreck, the outline and one of the smokestacks is still peering out of the water.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, I heard that the ship's getting close to collapsing in the water, the wreck.
1: It's funny cuz we you know, we hear that about the Titanic too and I think some people believe that that's true and some people don't yeah. think it's going to collapse. I th-
2: but it's been like 80 years underwater, yeah.
0: Yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that it's still got at least forty more years, um, but after that, then they should, because also the oil, the oil leaking out, that might cause more pressure, because
2: more problems. Like yeah,
0: yeah the as, as the oil leaks out, I mean, it's not good. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. You no, know,
1: originally the reason they didn't pull it up and they made no effort was because there's munitions, right? Aren't they, weren't they afraid of there being some kind of uh, further damage if they were to try to recover it? That's yeah, I think,
2: and it. if you go back at the time, you know, it wasn't just the USS Arizona that got sunk. Right. It was the Oklahoma and um, a couple other ships. So, you know, I, maybe that played a factor in like, okay, what do we do? Just leave them. Yeah. Make sure the port, the natural deep water port is opened up.
1: One of the really cool things that I really wish I knew how special it was, was at the time was, uh, was like you were saying, the, the Pearl Harbor survivors. Yeah. They, when, at least when I was stationed out there, they were still young enough that anytime you went there, there was at least one Pearl Harbor survivor there volunteering or, um, even giving you like the, they, they show you a movie before you go across yep. on the ferry, yep. kind of let you know, this is a serious thing. Yep. Let's not just take this lightly. Um, but there was always a, a survivor from, yep. from that. Yeah.
2: So I think it
1: was 2019,
2: um, Guns N' Roses was going to play in Hawaii for the first time ever. And so we bought tickets and then we realized that, um, we were going to be heading over there on the 5th of December. Oh and uh, Guns N' Roses was playing on the 8th and we were coming back on the 10th and Pipeline Masters was going on and so we get there and uh, we decided to attend the uh, memorial service they have there and it was amazing. They had a, a ship that came by and they had all the Navy band playing, all the marine songs the army song the air force song oh cool and it was raining and they did a really really nice job and there were like 13 or 14 survivors wow from the uss arizona and other survivors but they also you know they had they they kind of group them off you know mm-hmm. and uh these guys were heroes because they're still like and so i was talking to one guy I'm like well wait a minute how old are you And I did the math, I'm like, wait a minute, you weren't 18. He goes, nope, I wasn't, I was 15.
1: Yeah, a lot of guys lied about their age to to fight. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Did you know that?
0: Yeah, I knew. I remember hearing the story, Um, I don't think it's related to the Arizona, but there was this one guy, um, apparently they wouldn't let him in a bar, um... And I don't know why, but I I think they're like. I think he kept trying to get in and stuff, so he took his motorcycle and he crashed straight through the window and like ran ran over all the place. (laughs) He he was worried about getting arrested, so he went over there, lied about his age, and then got into the military. (laughs) Wasn't that a baseball player?
1: Wasn't that one of our baseball documentaries? (laughs) Maybe. I think so.
0: Uh
1: I think was that maybe Rube Marcard or not Rube Marquette? uh, Rube, uh, oh, what was his name? I, th- I think I know who it was. I think it was a pitcher from the, the dead ball era.
2: It was such a more simplistic era. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, we got to go to war. Okay, I'm in. How old are you? 18? <laughs> like,
1: you look at some of the guys flying the plane and stuff, like, geez, how old are these guys, you know? Ooh, look at how people are now, too. You think about it. Okay, um, the, the attack on Pearl Harbor, like, that day, Bob Feller, Ted Williams... All of the greatest baseball players went straight to the recruiters really? and and put on a different uniform. Could you imagine a yeah. war breaking out? Right, LeBron's not going to go. LeBron's not going to go put anything on the line for this, yeah. for his country. Most of the athletes we have wouldn't do that. It's Pat, a totally Pat different. Tillman one. after nine eleven. Yeah, yeah. So
2: my family, my my dad and his three brothers, they were all in the military. My dad was the youngest, so he ended up serving in the Korean War. His two oldest brothers, Jaime and Pablo, they were both pilots in World War Two, and they both died. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then... Um, so World War Two touched your family a lot. Oh, yeah, it did. It did. And, you know, it's kind of cool when you look at um, Arthur J. Madrid's Purple Heart, you know. you ever mm. seen a Purple Heart? A I don't metal? think I've ever taken
1: a close look at it. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Super cool. Hmm. It's one of the most important medals there ever is.
0: I remember... I remember because I remember our first episode was on the Queen Mary. <clears throat> right. What's interesting is that my great-grandpa from my mom's side, great-grandpa Fred, he actually, when the Queen Mary's a troop ship, he actually was a troop that was carried on the Queen Mary. Really? Yeah. Right. Over- and then,
2: of course, we can't forget, we have to mention La Janelle. Oh, yeah. Bahama Star had a role in World War Two, right? What was that yeah. role? Yeah. Um...
0: It was a hospital ship on Normandy,
2: and what and that that the the, the Bahamas Star, which became the La Genelle, um, uh was the first ship to do a military sanction burial at sea.
1: Yeah, for the World War Two for World War Two, that was the first yeah. burial at sea. That's right. I
2: wonder where La Janelle was when uh, December fourth came around. Hmm. We I know we talked about it because you, you researched it and. You, and uh, but we know that uh, it was the Borinquen at that point,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, I think I remember hearing that that ship was somewhere in Puerto Rico during the time. It's really amazing that they can keep records of this. Yeah. But yeah, I think I heard. I think I heard from someone that she was already getting fitted out for World War II. Probably more likely to be in Florida if she was getting fitted, but. New York uh, for a little yeah. while too,
1: right? Wasn't she, wasn't she in New York for yeah. a little
0: while? Yeah, the um, La Janelle was uh, was an East Coast ship, similar to the um, Queen Mary. Queen Mary was north, and La Janelle was always south. Um, La Janelle is still south, but <laughs> but like like the Queen Mary, she went from she went from the East Coast to the West Coast. Well, there's um, what
2: Britannica, you know, and Queen. Oh yeah, Mary. the Britannica. Britannica?
0: Yeah. yeah, Britannica. Well, that one was a hospital ship of World War II that sunk with the mine, as we mentioned in one of our previous episodes.
2: Now, with regards to the Bahama Star, which became the Lajanel, when it was a hospital ship, did you say they fitted it? They they took it in and and converted it? Because then when it Uh became back to the Bahama Star, it it was like one of the first cruise line ships.
1: Yeah, it was a. It was kind of considered a a pioneer in yeah the cruise ship in the, in the cruise ship industry, which right. is really bizarre.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and
1: then of course not to forget that the rescue missions. Oh yeah, from uh, from the Bahamas Star, yeah. yeah, yeah. When she was at World War Two, she was the USA bornquin, right? Isn't that what they called her? The USA bornquin, USAT, or, born USAT, Quinn. and we figured that you, it was the United States. Oh, I can't remember what it was, but there was like a, we were trying to figure out, they changed the designation. It was the SS Borenquin, and then it could have been USS Borenquin, but it was USAT Borenquin. It had something to do with, it was a a temporary um, acquisition from the the military or something.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and my... it might have stood for United States acquisition temporarily. Yeah, I think that's but, it. I think like you're
2: that. right.
1: I think you're right. So the yeah. ship the ship was acquisitioned a lot. It yeah. went through a
2: lot of hands, right?
1: I think it seems like what happened was after World War One is the United States and Allied countries are like you know, yeah, we're, we'll loan you money to make these ships and stuff, but guess what? <laughs> but the, <and laughs> then as we need them. <laughs> and then
2: here in Wainimi, right down the street, there, we have the anchor of the USS Norton Sound. Oh, the Norton Sound. Yeah, and the Norton Sound has a big, interesting history that hopefully we could get to at some point in the future. But, well, yeah, we got the anchor right over there. I helped paint it a couple of years ago, about six, seven years ago.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, and that's the one that's in front of the museum, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We hopefully we can get our Lodge display in there and then can yeah. in the museum for people to come visit.
2: No, it's it's really fascinating because um, I told Tom one day, I said, hey, you should take your kid down to the Lodge And he's like, well, what's the Lodge it's the ship that is at Silver Strand Beach. You can go look at it at low tide. Really? So they go down there and look at it, and then Tommy starts doing the research, and we start learning all this wonderful stuff about this wonderful ship, which I would have never known yeah, had I not sort of. encouraged you. You know, like, you know, you should never tell somebody what they should do. And I said to Tom, I said, because— Tommy, at the time, was, like, all into the Titanic. Of, yeah. You should go to the Lodge now. Yeah. <laughs> and you went, and you still keep going, right, Tommy?
0: Yeah, I was do. <laughs> anytime, anytime I have a chance to go, I'll go, especially now that school's back in. <laughs>
2: How much time have you spent yeah. at the Lodge now since? I mean, it's been, what, two years now? Has yeah. it been that long? Uh, maybe. Crazy. Maybe a year and a half? Yeah,
1: close yeah. to that, close to yeah. two years.
0: Yeah, uh, oh uh, yeah. But it's
2: fascinating, though. And every time you go down there, you see it just has a different look. It well, just, it changes it, life,
1: yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it, it is. It's It's a life form, and it changes constantly. It is kind of, it is strange.
2: So we're, like, on a mission, and I think we're accomplishing our mission, is we want to bring to life the stories of the Lajanau and bring these stories so people can appreciate it. And when they see a hunk of metal, either in my backyard or down at the Lodge now or whatever uh, we have pictures of the bahama star we have pictures of bork and we have and it, it just brings out the nostalgia of you know the what do they call the gravitas the
1: yeah, we, provenance we want people to go down there and visit it too and realize that it's such a such a cool incredible site and i don't even think as it was pulled into this area most most people even really knew what was going on you know yeah
2: the, it's like the world war ii relics and so we started off this This broadcast talking about the USS Arizona. Well, it's a relic, La Janelle, It's a relic, Queen Mary. It's a relic, the Britannica. What was the other? Britannic. 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 You know, it's all connected to this. uh, Not only the bombing of Pearl Harbor, but um, you know the ending of the war and, and all this crazy stuff. And now we're here, like getting older and watching these things disappear.
1: It is. It's crazy because, like I said, when I when I was in the Air Force, I'm you know 19 years old. I go over, I visit the Arizona, and there's these older guys. They've got. They, and what was cool is they'd have their hat, and it would say which ship that they yep. served on. It yep. says you know, and and you take it for granted when you're young. You you take that. He doesn't, yeah. which is, I'm so grateful that he yeah. doesn't. But you take that stuff for granted, and you're like, you don't realize. Yeah, there's. You know, there was hundreds of them yeah. around back then. No, and
2: that was the beauty of Now the, there's
1: maybe a dozen or so. If you know. go
2: back on my Facebook account, I documented our day there at
1: Pearl Harbor,
2: January, uh, December 7th, um, 2019. And um, the amount of people there were, it was just amazing. But the survivors, they're all up at the front and they love to talk to people and and here we are what 4 years later and i wonder how many less of them are around you know
1: i know that there's a registry that keeps pretty current tabs on that kind of stuff really yeah well there's a lot of you know i'm in the i'm in the sports memorabilia collectors world there are people that are in you know we're in kind of in the ship collectors world a little bit we do a lot of the older yeah. you know the cards and the the ephemera more stuff but um but there are a lot of people that are war collectors that have that are into that kind of stuff. So there's people that go out and they try to get every survivor to sign a picture of the uh, ship and wow. stuff like that. And so there's people that list that stuff out. And being that I'm part of the memorabilia networks, I kind of see that kind of stuff. And
2: didn't we come across a list, the dinner list of one of the ships that we're looking at?
1: Or Which the one? menu or you, oh, oh the, Yeah, I have a passenger list from the born passenger from list. nineteen yeah. what year was that Basketball
0: Yeah. List. Nineteen thirty-eight, I believe.
1: Nineteen thirty-eight, a uh, list. Uh, what do they call it? The the passenger list. Passenger, the manif- yeah. manifest. Manifest, manifest, manifest yeah. is what they call it now. But on that one, it was the yeah
0: passenger list.
1: And it had a couple of like drawings of the Borenquin on it, right? Uh huh.
0: Um, I'm, i I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be alive for an interesting time because we're gonna come across all these hundredth anniversaries yep. of different things. Like I'm. Oh, gonna, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be there for the hundredth anniversary of Pearl Harbor. I mean, yeah. hopefully, I am. <laughs> I um, hope so too. Yeah. yeah, I hope I am. <laughs> Wait a minute, <laughs> not let's that do, far out. <laughs> but can we do the math on that? Because <laughs> yeah. I think I'm
2: I'm the one with the worst odds. <laughs> When's the hundred year anniversary of nineteen? 19- Oh, Pearl Harbor, forty one. Yeah, it's so we're eighteen 20, years 18 away. Eighteen years? Yeah.
1: Oh, only
0: eighteen. Years. Yeah, you got eighteen. Only eighteen. I'm
1: sure of it. I'm gonna be like seventy eight yeah. at the hundred year anniversary. Well, we better get cracking. We got a lot of stuff to do. So We've I only take, got eighteen years. I gotta go. take
2: care of my knees, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back over there.
1: <laughs> we gotta get some of these kids cleaning up the beach. Make sure that that's being taken care of too. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We
2: had a wonderful day today cleaning up the beach. So many people, so many good people, and it's. It's down to the micro stuff. And people say all the time, like, God, oh, why do you beach so clean? You know, it's, it's really cool. But it, a lot of good
1: things going on. It, I see a significant difference between yeah. that beach and the other local beaches. Oh, yeah. Whether it's Oxnard, Ventura, Camarillo. Well, I guess Camarillo doesn't have any beaches. But, you know, wherever I go.
2: Today today we had real guppies out there. And so real guppies uh, have a ranger program now. And so the kids come out and they have to get community service hours. Um, I had a... Several people with their community service registry sheets doing hours for churches, for schools. Nice. Um, Some, yeah, it's just cool. So many different people come out. And then Surfrider and Coastal Keepers were out today. So not only was Wainimi Beach cleanup happening, then there's Surfrider and Coastal Keepers. So between the three groups, there was probably 60 people. Wow, yeah. that's huge Yeah, and and of course Wainimi, and I'm proud of this, Wainimi Beach is the cleanest And so we're all headed down to the lagoon area where all that mm-hmm. stuff gets washed out from um, miles away and stuff, you know But yeah, it's pretty the awesome The other
1: city's beach that's not quite as camped
2: Yeah, the other border neighbor, you know So anyways, we're all working together And yeah. and that's what we, we want to try to do is like talk about borders What are borders? And I say borders are a place that brings people together.
1: I agree with that. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah,
2: it's not separating. It's where that. people no. meet. Yeah, it's where we come together
1: and do good things together. You know, and so, come on, neighbor. How does somebody get together and join you for your uh, for uh, um, beach cleanup? All you gotta
2: do is come down to parking lot B in at Wynemi Beach, the left side of the pier. We meet at the Alaska Two Six One Memorial. All you gotta do is show up. I get there at seven thirty. We officially start at eight thirty to ten, and you come grab a bucket. You didn't even have to talk to me, and you could go walk and do your wellness thing, and uh, and um, it's really good. You get your steps in. You can have your father son, father daughter time, mother daughter time. Um, yeah, I, it's. I gotta it's good. say,
1: you do that well because you do. You set all the buckets out, yeah. and then you kind of chat with the people that that you know like the regulars i guess you would say or people that might want to know what's going on but it really is a, a easy thing to join and if you want minimal contact with other people it's a very easy thing to do
2: well you know like i try to get things done and today was like chatty Catty day i was funny you mentioned that because uh, several people came that wanted to talk about this and that
1: and you know you had the- bowl game tickets today so you had to get out of there <laughs> the rain yeah had to go to santa paula <laughs> <laughs> no, but
2: we and it's just it really is um, it's something that people are really beginning to embrace around ventura county is a uh, community service stewardship um you can hear some background noise here <laughs> Paul, I love for it. That. No. we are in the park we're in between pickleballers a playground a basketball court and some teenage lovers over there on the hill just enjoying each other
1: this is community man this is a park that's being well used everybody feels safe there's nothing that feels like oh there's conflict i grew up in a pretty rough neighborhood so Uh-oh. there would be parks and there would be people in it but there was always aggression and there i, was I always... live really close to this park
2: yeah. and when you hear the 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 noise i guess you could say the sound of families
1: and kids and see i thought you had a really big backyard for a long time Nope. Now I just realize you just live really, really close. <laughs> close to a
2: park. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tommy Jr., you know, I have to say he's getting really tall. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you, you're past the six foot mark now?
0: Um, I'm like five foot seven and a half. I've probably grown to five foot eight and a half by now.
1: Probably. You look yeah. taller than me. Is he taller than me? How tall are you? Five, ten and a half. <laughs> he's almost, because he's yeah. almost to me and I'm six two yeah wow, like, i know we're gonna have to get the
2: tape tell yeah. me i think you're growing yeah and so tell me about your school experience how's that going you're a freshman oh, right yeah oh yeah and what school do you go to
0: um santa paula high school santa
2: paula i like santa paula yeah. i love going to santa paula like today was really nice it's a great mm-hmm. town yeah. yeah main street the yeah. hills the airport um but uh tell me about your grades how are your um, grades
0: my grades are great. There's not much else to say about
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's enjoying the social aspects yeah. of high school. Yeah? Yeah. yeah.
0: But also, I've been... Mean, so you're, you're
2: meeting friends, getting... Yeah. What, so what is it that has... What have you... What's got your interests that you weren't aware of before you went to high school?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, that's not
2: a trick question. You know what
0: that answer is.
2: Smile. That smile is as big as Camarillo, man. Take it easy. <laughs> so, so girls, you, you're getting to yeah. know some nice girls. Oh and,
0: yeah. Yeah, I got. So far, I've gotten at least five compliments on my eyes. Okay. Nice. All right. Yeah, you got nice yeah. eyes. Can't see them right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Good thing yeah. you were in sunglasses. Vipers. Uh, <laughs> but,
0: yeah. Also, I'd like to mention that in uh, on September 24th, 19, 1930, the Loginelle was launched. So that means in, on September 24th, 2030, I'm not 100% sure if I can do this, but I'm going to try to... Get the plans together to throw a party for Lodginelle's.
2: That would be fun. Yeah. You I, know what? I know a lot of... Pay? Yeah, but that would be cool because there's a lot of surfers out there. What if we like tried to organize like a music thing out there? That would be cool. That would be super cool, yeah. huh? Let's think about yeah, that.
0: That's all, that's all I was thinking about. I was thinking about getting maybe um, some sort of boat that we could take.
2: <clears throat> I'm just thinking a rock and roll uh, band on the stage barbecue.
1: It's a great that's a great little area to have a community thing.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: and you could call it the Celebrating Loganello Hero Ship. that what we call it the Hero Ship. Her, the Hero Ship. Yep, that's
1: right. Hero Ship. He, he's got he gets l- some anxieties about eating outside sometimes, but what? I think he'd even out- eat outside for that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs>
0: we'll yeah. just
2: make we'll make sure we invite some of your classmates. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> get the Santa Paula people out to the beach area and and. You know, that's another thing, you know, um, when I go to Santa Paula, like I went today and a couple weeks ago, and I spent some time on Main Street, and I was like, such a cool place. Yeah. You know, and so that's what we want, too. We want people to come here and go, what? There's a, yeah, here, we're going to show it to you. And then we take them out and we show it to them. And then they probably, hopefully, are going to, when they're... Cousin comes from Arkansas. Like, hey, you want to go see a ship?
1: I can tell you all about it. I should go to the oil museum and talk about putting in a Logenell display in there too, because we have enough to yeah. do it. Because they've yeah. got a kind of a smaller one, because they've got that oil museum and they run um, they run different. Um, their, their room's like really kind of a, a smaller room, but it's yeah. great. Have you? Did you go to the oil museum?
2: I haven't been there yet, but I heard about it.
1: Yeah, they've speaking got, about
2: oil. Don't you want to? We, we need to reach out and get you out there on the platforms to do some risk management wellness comedy that's what maybe that's what you could call it the more i've thought about it, the more i really do want to do that and, and every time i, really I talk th- to to those engineering people i told you about that do a lot of work out there on the rigs they think it's a great idea because it, you know it is one of the things they have to boredom, them uh-huh. um, monop, you know the monotony of being
1: offshore yeah. working 12-hour shifts you, then you you know and they're usually out there for, am I right, like eight days at a time? They
2: used to do two weeks on, two weeks off. But I think now the more conventional wisdom is one week on, one week off.
1: So what if, you know, I, my, I'm popping in on Wednesday and, you know, the kids want to get some one of somebody's kids want to give me a card to bring to them or something. You yeah. Know I mean? Like that kind like of that, stuff. Yeah. It would be fun to kind of be like uh, bridge, bridge the gap, but also bring some, you know. <laughs> Every once in a while, I bring one of my funny comedy friends along yeah. to do a special show. And I think yeah. it would be so cool to do that. No,
2: we're going to work on that. And then there's this one little hiccup that, I don't know if I told you about this, but there's two ways to get out there. One way, super easy. Helicopter. Okay. Unless there's fog. Yeah. Okay. The other way is a boat.
1: I'm fine with either one of those.
2: The boat could be pretty rough. And then when the boat gets to the destination, you have to swing off the boat. Right. Onto the platform. I saw, I on heard, a rope, you gotta swing like Tarzan.
1: But wow. land there's a lanyard that like you you actually get.
2: Yeah, they got big yeah. knots in it. But yeah. but guys have to hold their tools. And, you know,
1: I'm not holding no tools. <laughs> I'm not bringing no sound system out there. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you see me? Yeah. Did you see me with it's my crazy.
1: two thousand dollar Bose system just <laughs> yeah. hanging? And then you drop it in the ocean and I'm like, oh, see you later.
0: <laughs> Alright, it's the fishes now. Well, I don't yeah. know if
1: you saw, but me and the kids did a little um, island wildlife cruise about two or three weeks ago, really? where we went out there and we passed. Oh, them. that's right, you told me. Yeah, yeah, that's what fired me up because I think I, I sent you a text. Like, yeah, oh, man, I got to make this happen because I did. I just feel
2: like it's pretty crazy when you go, when you when you're close enough, and there's no fog and it's just you look at it. It's like it's wild.
1: Yeah, it looks like uh, post apocalyptic almost. It yeah. looks like something you'd see in like a, a movie. Um, where they're building these stations out and ready to fight the aliens or whatever. Right, and
2: the thing that you, you don't see is the undercarriage under the water. So check it out sometime, Tommy Jr. Look at uh, the engineering um, behind uh, putting a oil platform in the ocean. Because I remember when I was a little kid and they were setting up one of them, they, they would drag big, big old things and sink them, but the the bottom of the rig is probably like a thousand feet across right and then it you know it goes up to a point oh what okay you see above the ocean uh-huh yeah because they don't you never see one fall over at least I haven't no tip over I should say
1: I know they I know they'll start to list a little bit and that's when they but it's not very often right
2: yeah I don't know but it's a deep dive for the brainiac kid over here.
1: <laughs> I, I've never, us. I've never seen one on U.S. Uh, or off of the U.S. I should say, but we've seen videos where they showed the oil rigs that were compromised and stuff, right? Oh yeah, oh,
0: yeah, I've seen. I heard about uh, the North oil, Sea. I think There was an oil tanker that collapsed. I don't think it was too long ago. Oh yeah. 2012, 2013 Oh wow Yeah, I think it was due to a storm like a hurricane It's interesting, there's been a lot of hurricanes In yeah, the past was. like 10, 20 years I
2: think hurricanes have always been around I mean, like volcanoes too, you know Yeah I was watching this thing the other night And I'm like, oh yeah, the super volcano at Yosemite If it goes, they're talking Like, when's it gonna go? But or the uh, Mount St. Helens, that's another one.
1: Mount St. Helens affected me when I was a kid. I, I, we went to um, we were in Seattle and we went and IMAX was really new back then. It was really, really little. Um, and my parents took me to an IMAX Of Mount St. Helens So I'm this little kid Yeah, like eh. I'm, crazy. Wa- I'm watching the mountain explode I'm like ah, I don't want to ever see a mountain again No, and I you, was scared of mountains and we,
2: Before it exploded it had a big landslide too Yeah, Yeah, yeah It's crazy I've been there too by the way when my mom lived in washington we drove up to the uh, mount st Hi- helens observatory i think oh yeah know? yeah i've been yeah. to
1: that one i bet yeah. you meant you went to the mountain i'm like what are you doing over there <laughs> the i was right at the base of the mountain <laughs> see my most of my comedy chops were all cut like my road road dog stuff was all northwest so yeah. i've made the drive from sacramento to seattle no less than 30 times wow yeah that's a lot. Wow. at that's a least job. that and and that's a that's just a that's a very conservative estimate.
2: Yeah. So December seventh is coming up. Today is the second, and um, you know we want uh, we want people to remember remember the sacrifices of families and dads and brothers.
1: Yeah, we forget about the families. We 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 know that we lose our servicemen, but it, it leaves. It's not just their life loss. It, it it leaves such a hole in the families. Yeah. And there's it changes. Change, I mean it changes people forever. Do we need to pause? No, I'll just gonna <laughs> send a message. Yeah, we've got uh <laughs> we've got a phone line here we've in the park. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Give us a call.
1: <laughs>
2: 805-207.
1: <laughs> but I I agree though, I think that um, as time's gone on we've gotten further and further away from um, People appreciating, you know, what the amount of loss that we had that day, and how many lives were affected that day. You know, it's just typical with with time, everything kind of. There's been newer tragedies, so people kind of forget. But I think this was one that is so important and so um, it just really did change the world. And and it's like uh, it's like with any tragedy, what we have to do is look at the helpers and the heroes. There were so many heroic efforts that day that came out of that, and there were so many, you know, um, <coughs> excuse me, bless you, <laughs> thank you. I
2: wonder where where Bahama Star was when Pearl Harbor got bombed on.
0: Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure she was in the fitting room. Yeah, no, no. yeah. A oh yeah, because awesome they were getting it ready. You're doc. right. Yeah. yeah,
1: they knew that it was, they they were pretty sure that we were going to be a part of that thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they did. The thing was the surprise, because they didn't think about, they didn't think that they're going to have a surprise attack like that. They but they
2: knew that they're going to have to, that ship was going to be needed at some point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was used quite a bit, too. I mean, it was it was used for transferring the the um, troops to and from, the, you know, the continental United States all the way out there to Normandy, and then... They had it fitted to be a hospital, and um, as we learned, it it served all throughout the war, so it was in service for quite a while. And I want to look more into it. But we had um, a high-ranking officer that went missing off of the Borenquin at <laughs> one point. Wow! And I kind of I want to find out more. There's uh, there was a press release that I thought about getting for the museum. Still might still might at some point, but um, I would like to know the story more. I've just had kind of a hard time finding the story. Finding more on the story, so
2: yeah. Well, we'll just have to keep investing time,
1: effort. What, well, I think as we get closer to the museum, folks, the museums have archives that the general public doesn't necessarily have the access to. So hopefully, we can help um, mine that information for them and really put this stuff to the forefront. Because just with the Logenel, I haven't talked to anybody about it that wasn't fascinated by the whole. Yeah.
2: Thing. No, it's like it's like what? Are you serious? Yeah. And again, it all started with, like, yeah, you should go check it out. Yeah. Learned all this wonderful stuff that we're going to be. It all started with the Titanic and not the movie. (laughs) (laughs) You watched the Titanic for the first time and you got interested, Tommy? No. No?
1: No? No. He watched the movie later and I warned him. (laughs) What were your thoughts on the movie? Um. Without your dad's influence, what were your thoughts on the movie?
0: I mean, they did a good job um, making the ship look lifelike. They did yeah, good job. yeah, I think so. Because it
2: was digitally digital, digitally yeah. produced. Yeah, But
0: uh, yeah. well, they made some huge uh, models, too. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that they did make a full-scale or nearly full-scale Titanic for that movie.
1: What's your favorite statistic? What was the, how much the real Titanic cost versus what the movie cost? Yeah. <laughs>
0: it cost like twice as much as the real <laughs> to Titanic. To make the movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's hilarious. Well, I mean, think if they needed to use cameras on the Titanic, then it would cost more. So that's basically the Titanic plus cameras, which would in a normal cost more.
2: Yeah. when <laughs> And inflation too. Yeah.
0: It's the cost a good. Yeah.
1: And then James Cameron uh, had a fascination with the Titanic, tannic, similar to Tommy's, getting the, you know, the submersive going down and getting close to it and all of that stuff. And, you know, just crazy, man. It's crazy how, uh, how something like that can just take on. I think it's the wonder of the seas. I think the sea being so vast and so little that we know about it. And then every yeah. once in a while just... It just takes one up. Takes yeah, and just ba-
2: back to that piece of metal on that Silver Strand Beach. We didn't know anything about it. Yeah. All we knew was a name. Now we know. Now we know the stories, the great stories, the heroic stories, the hero ship. The,
1: and well. our goal as Port and Stuff is to make sure that that name is remembered and that, that people know the story.
2: That's right. So there's a lot more to Port Stuff. It wants to be important stuff. Yeah, exactly.
1: Important right? Stuff. See?
0: Right? Yeah, and... Um I remember at high school, almost all my friends know about Lodge now. Oh, that's nice. great.
2: Yeah. We need to do like a Santa Paula High School field
1: trip to Lodge now.
0: Yep. That'd
2: Honestly, that would be great. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
1: yeah. I told them, too, make sure you tell all your teachers about that display you're putting together because that's yeah, extra that's credit. Yeah, that's extra you know? credit. Yeah. Yeah,
2: you should
0: invite us out. We'll come out and uh, do a, I don't know.
1: That would be cool, yeah. yeah.
0: I'd also like to mention that the Edmund Fitzgerald... On November 10th, 1975, sink. So, soon we're coming up on 2025, which will be the 50th anniversary. So, I'm planning on designing shirts that say Remember the Fits" for <laughs> That's that. nice. For that. Um,
1: now, 2025 will all be around yeah. for, hopefully. And yeah. there's a song. <laughs> there's a song
2: to Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah. And... Um, Gordon Lightfoot also did another song. <laughs> he sure did. What was that one relevant that, to?
0: That, that was the ballad of the Yarmouth Castle. Um, yep. Even though it was about the Yarmouth Castle ship fire, it did mention the Bahama Star's heroic efforts in saving. Did the you hear castle. that, folks?
2: The Bahama Star Loganal is everywhere.
1: Yep. It was the hero of his song. It was. That's the right, because we
2: listened to the song before, and he talks about how the Bahama Star came over to rescue people, and the captain. Abandoned ship,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, the captain of the, of the burning uh, the castle, ship. yeah. The
2: Armist castle was yep. burning and he like
1: took off, yep. yeah. And the, the, the captain of what was the other? There was another, there was
0: ship. another ship, the Finpult, which by the way. Um, the Finnpool was also heroic. Um, That's right. They turned. They were in front of the castle, but they turned around just to save them.
1: Nice. So they um. And they were were they a fishing or a shipping vessel? Right. Yeah,
0: they were a uh, they were a small oil tanker, I believe. They they saved like sixty seventy passengers, so they had a big hand in it too. And our
2: bah- Bahama Stars saved like over a hundred, right?
0: Yeah, like four hundred. Four hundred. Yeah. Right. Wow. <laughs> That's
2: I, wow that's big time
1: yeah we've got to sit down and watch the documentary one of the, maybe we'll simulcast that maybe we'll watch the documentary and uh, and talk about it while we're doing it because that um, when they talk about because the, they have a lot of the survivors from the Armuth Castle disaster and they talk about as the Bahama Star is rolling in that you know Captain Carl Brown is like this is your captain. I'm going to save as many of you as I can. And they said it was like, uh, you know, it was like a, an angel voice yeah. coming down and they had the bright lights from the star and all of the, like there, you know, all of a sudden they feel like, Oh, it's possible that we could survive this thing. Yeah. Cause imagine being out in the middle of the ocean. You don't, yep. you can't see the boats that are within like a mile away. You're out there in the middle of the ocean and there's this giant fire and it's, you know the yep. bo- boat was made out of wood, so the fire is getting bigger faster. Yep. It came out of nowhere. Yep, because the captain—that was another thing that I don't think we discussed. The fire. captain neglected to tell the people that the ship was on fire. Oh, that's <laughs>
0: yeah, so he, that's the problem. He, he decided that everyone should fend for themselves as he left and attempted to get on the fin pole.
2: Yeah, and well, they... that again, going back to that's why we need to tell this story and get people interested in uh, Silver Strand Beach and La Now because mm-hmm. it's. Just yeah. so cool to know what that piece of metal yeah. has been
1: through and been to. Yeah, it's like all those staterooms. You open a door and there's another story. Yeah, there's certain. so many different things. It's such yeah. a great thing.
0: Yeah, and, and let me say this right now: the the Yarmouth escape escaping the Yarmouth Castle would not have been easy at all because yeah. the, because the way. Apparently they said it'd be a good idea to paint over the lines that lower the lifeboats and paint over some of the. So they got holes. stuck. Yeah, they were stuck. They were. Um,
1: Maddie's in a tree, by yeah. the way. I, oh, I, I could see her. Yeah. Okay, I was trying to figure she's out. Getting, where
2: she's getting are. pretty high up there, but
1: which one is she in? This right one? behind the. <laughs> straight
2: there. Yeah, she climbs really high. Yeah, I think she's in the canopy, hanging out with.
1: Yeah, she's, some squirrels or something. Yeah, she's she she's half monkey. She really does. She she goes and goes. You know, you know after a um, hockey game. I don't know if you. I mean, I know you've gone to Tommy's hockey games. You yeah. talked to him afterwards. Did yeah. you See how exhausted he was. Yeah. Could you imagine him coming home and climbing a tree afterwards? No. No, he was not insane like this one is. <laughs> she goes out there, had the best football game she's had. Oh, that's right. She played all year, football today. and she's out here climbing trees. Yeah. And we're out here in Miranda Park. Yeah.
2: Enjoying the afternoon. It's a
1: great park. Everybody's happy. So right. I can
2: say this because I have a little secret that's going on. So we going to I'm gonna have to wrap this up here pretty quickly because we have six kids in my family, and all six kids are rendezvousing at my house tonight to surprise my mom. She has no idea.
1: Oh, that's so cool.
2: Yeah, and uh, you should have told me it was a surprise. I'm glad I didn't say anything. I wish <laughs>
1: I'd have known ahead of time. <laughs> her birthday.
2: Her birthday's on Monday, the fourth. Oh yeah. And um, so yeah, we're gearing up to. Have all six of us together with my mom, and of course we have my dad. We have his ashes, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. we're all going to be together. So it's going to be fun. So
1: yeah, that's what we're gearing up for. I'm so happy for you. That's so exciting. Yeah, well, I hope you text me on Monday. I'll send her a video message if I yeah. No,
2: I, I'm going to do a, a message on KVTA to you know get her a happy birthday wish out there.
1: Oh, are you going in on Monday? No, just going to do the. Oh, you can call it message. Oh, yeah. cool.
2: Nice. Yeah, but so you know, love your families, you guys yeah. out there. Uh, honor your mom and dad and uh, look at here she comes. She's coming down safely. <laughs> she made
1: it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was her thing. And she so she does gymnastics. Oh, and after gymnastics, jump. she'll do an hour Big and a half jump. of gymnastics and then she'll beg her mom to climb the tree afterwards. Wow. Or me, whoever's bringing her home. Usually her mom. All right. All cool. right. Well, thank you so much for listening to and so Thanks for taking the time. I think it's awesome
2: that we're out here in the park. Maybe next time we could do it on the beach. huh? Thanks yeah. for taking
1: the trip to go see Maddie play football oh, no, that's great. in Santa, Santa Paula. And you've made the trip all the way to Santa Clarita to watch this yeah. guy play ice hockey. So I really do appreciate it. And thanks for um, opening up your beautiful city to us Come <laughs> out and do some uh, do some podcasting.
2: Yeah, let's uh, let's keep riding the port and stuff. Let's keep uh, bringing port and stuff. Uh, to the public through our podcast
1: and let's yeah. keep these beaches clean one last time for clean baseball. it up
2: don't litter every litter bit matters so pick it up that's right thanks and, for listening,
0: yeah, everyone also um, one more thing anyone who says oh oh who would who would go out and clean up beaches that's not my job guess what guess what you might be part of the litter if you're the yeah. least you could do is pick up your trash and throw them away
1: yeah
2: be a part of the solution yeah. not the problem
1: that's right what does daddy always say he say that they they offer me free parking the least i can do is pick up a little trash while i'm here yep. yeah i'm not paying for parking that's the way i can pay for it yeah. right yeah all right. Thanks for listening to important stuff. Be sure to like, subscribe, and most importantly, please tell your friends and if share you, it. Yeah, and send us a message if you wanna you can contact us on our social medias and we'll uh, we're gonna get better about posting more episodes yep. as our schedules start to make a little more sense. That's cool. Thank <laughs> but, you. Thanks for listening.